0: Tell you what, it sure raised my eyebrows down in Miami when Chase Claypool was talking about how they need more go-balls, they need to get more ambitious as an offense, and then everyone was doing it. Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into hockey and or baseball. I also offer Daily Shots. Of penguins and pirates that I hope you'll check out today over on the south side is coordinator Thursday at least that's what the media calls it because that's the only time we get a chance to talk to either of the coordinators often we're asked uh, what it was that Matt Canada or Terrell Austin or any other previous coordinator had to say or how he explained something after the game and The correct answer to that is they're not available. They stopped that a handful of years ago, and now those guys are only facing a camera and microphone and all the rest of us evil types on Thursday mornings. If the players have their way, I feel pretty safe in surmising this will be the last time Matt Canada faces the cameras, the microphones, and us evil types because he will no longer be employed, or he'll at least no longer be calling the plays. And Yes, we've now advanced from the stage of a couple of guys whispering it behind the scenes to Claypool speaking his mind Sunday night in Miami to how to describe the scene yesterday how about everyone just lines up here's deontay johnson uh, we can just go out there and do what the coaches tell us to do at the end of the day you know we will want to go down to field more um, we, i believe that we're going to go down the field more this week um, and hopefully the rest of the season because of the, we got the guys that can make the plays down the field like i said we just got to throw it up and uh, give us a chance man. You know, we're going to see this week. Nice. And here's Kenny Pickett, the rookie who just got a starting job. Yeah, I think, um, you know, giving guys balls on the run um, where they can run after catch and get good opportunities there. I think it's not just about throwing it deep. You know, sometimes, you know, in the NFL, we got to scheme the deep balls. You're not going to run by some of these guys. You know, they're playing soft coverage. You can't do it. Um, you get guys the ball on the run. And, you know, let our athletes be athletes. Now, I'll give. These guys, all kinds of credit, because there are ways to do this, and then there's this way. See, nobody's ever going to begrudge an offensive player for seeking more from the offense, and no one's ever going to raise really much of an eyebrow, in particular, at a wide receiver saying, I'd like to catch some go balls, I'd like to just run down the field, because They're all thinking that at all times, regardless of the offense in which they're participating. But this, and having everyone essentially reiterate the exact same message, oh my, all the antennas are up. What can you expect at Point Park University in downtown Pittsburgh? Respect. Rigor, relevance. That's the Point Park pledge. You'll be treated with respect while being challenged and supported academically to graduate with career ready, relevant skills. Visit pointpark.edu to learn more. Look, I'm not painting this as if, you know, we've uncovered some deep, dark secret. And I'm definitely not painting it as if I've put two and two together. We've all been doing that for a while now. But it's some scene, isn't it? This is, I'll remind you, the Pittsburgh Steelers. And for whatever they've occasionally had to deal with in terms of loose cannons over, you know, the past whatever decade or so. And in Mike Tomlin's tenure, mostly been it's mostly been someone like an Antonio Brown uh, just, you know, completely losing his mind or Le'Veon Bell having a really bad agent or whatever. I don't know that I can recall a scenario in which there was one side of the football so commonly united against a coach. I guess maybe the only other example that comes to mind, although this one really worked, was when the offensive line, and I do mean the players, overthrew Jack Vicknell as their positional coach and kind of took that over for themselves, like Marquise Pouncey became the de facto coach, all kinds of wild stuff in there. But this is on a much bigger scale. This isn't confined to a single classroom. This is the offensive coordinator. This is the person right under the head coach. And the head coach is in the really awkward spot, as I've been mentioning over the past several days, of wanting, maybe even needing, to appear loyal to Canada or possibly being loyal to Canada, though his most recent remarks don't seem to suggest he's bound by that, or doing what's right for the players and by the players. Does anybody remember over the summer a Tomlin interview in which He described the way he was going to have to manage this football team with all these young players on it, particularly on offense, with his, and I quote directly now, ear to the ground, end quote. What he meant by that was that he was going to have to be attentive to their needs. He was going to have to listen to them, and he was going to have to make sure that he wasn't necessarily applying the same mindset, let alone the same approach to working with these players. This was going to be a different situation as he freely conceded than anything he'd encountered in the National Football League. Okay, so here we are. The ear doesn't need to be to the ground. The ear just needs to not be plugged. These players want a different coordinator. That should have happened already. Behind the scenes... It already should have been changed who's going to call the plays in the game in Philadelphia. And the reason I say that is if these players have anywhere, any, anywhere at all in the recesses of their minds that they'd love to see this guy fired. They'd love to get a fresh start after the bye week. But if they go out there and perform like gangbusters, it's going to do something to save his job, which not one of them wants. Now is when you let them know, with a wink, with whatever it is, that this guy's not calling plays, Mike Sullivan is calling plays, we'll deal with the rest after the game, but go out and get me a result. That's taking charge of the situation. I would like to believe that something like that has occurred, but I haven't heard it yet. When we come back, J1Q. Mike's can't be topped, not for beer, not for the awesome kitchen and menu that's available, not for all the special events that are going on there. Check them out online at mikesbeerbar.com. Mike's Beer Bar, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Today's J1Q comes from Anthony DeFail, who asks, DK, has there ever been a winning team that only used outside the numbers plays? (laughs) Yes. I mean, I think we could say that safely about the early Lamar Jackson years in Baltimore uh, because Baltimore wasn't throwing the ball at all. And when Lamar would throw it, they kept things kind of rudimentary. Um, They didn't have him doing a whole lot of, hey, let's hit some triple coverage across the middle. Now, of course, eventually Lamar got to the point where he was able to throw with that ridiculous arm strength of his Uh, anywhere on the field and do so effectively. I don't mean to overstate his passing abilities, but he certainly became a more than capable quarterback in the more traditional sense as well. But for the most part, what you got out of Lamar was when he would drop back, he would use that obscene arm strength of his and just let it fly, which more often than not is outside the numbers. Probably not the answer you're looking for, though. I'm going to guess this is not a way to win. These route trees that we're looking at for these receivers, they're not a way to win. They're not a way, even within that, to get the best out of the individual talent that you've got. And One of the things that Deontay Johnson spoke about yesterday, and I don't blame him for it, is getting the ball in flight, running. Deontay is a guy who's always been up until the past, well, really this season, if you think about it, has always been a good yards after the catch guy. And this year, he can't get anything. And it's no secret why. Two bad things work against him. One is that he's hemmed up against the sideline. He runs up the left sideline, turns around, Moves to the ball, catches it. There's one or two people invariably waiting for him. Well, which way is he going to turn? There's only one way, right? And Deontay has a natural tendency on top of that to want to turn to try to open up another avenue for himself. But that hasn't worked, at least per my recollection, in a long time. And it only makes him look worse and maybe even feel worse. He's one guy. Another one is Kenny. And Kenny Pickett, if you look at the time that he's been with the Steelers, obviously a short time, but also go back to his time at Pitt, he has always been really sharp at hitting guys on the run, moving sideways. Sometimes that can be away from him, like we saw in that fourth and sixth conversion to Pat Friermuth the other night in Miami. But sometimes it's just going to be more along the lines of that quick slant coming off the line. The stuff that Chase Claypool was supposed to be doing this year for the Steelers on a regular basis, but he's never called to do that because that involves utilizing the middle of the field. I am going to repeat here, though before I start sounding as if this is going to be just let's pound Matt Canada into the ground until the moment he's fired, that there is no way that this coordinator is avoiding the middle of the field to this extreme without the blessing or the direct order from the head coach. It's way too conspicuous, it's way too obvious, and it's also very much in line with Tomlin's own thinking regarding young players, where he constantly wants to guard against the very worst thing. I, I am this close to saying that outcomes don't matter for the remainder of this season versus seeing these players try things and do things that they can legitimately improve upon. But I, I, I'm i just not there yet because this division is just so bad and TJ and, and I, I'm just not, I'm not there. I'm not ready to read the last rights. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Steelers. Let's do another one of these tomorrow.